When we finally got down to something which the individual says he really wants to do, I will say to him, you do that. And uh, forget the money. Uh, because if you say that getting the money is the most important thing, you will spend your life completely wasting your time. You'll be doing things you don't like doing in order to go on living, that is to go on doing things you don't like doing, which is stupid. Better to have a short life that is full of what you like doing than a long life spent in a miserable way. So today our guest is someone who is certainly living out the footwork lifestyle, but in this case, it is outside of the game of soccer. She skates, she's an actor, most notably starring in the film Skate Kitchen, which I watched on my flight from New York to Germany, which is dope. <laughs> And the HBO series Betty, which are both inspired by the real group of female skaters she is a part of. I haven't mentioned her name yet because it would have given it away, but she's also my cousin. So <laughs> family, family ties. Family ties. <laughs> Rochelle Vinberg, welcome to Footwork. Hello, guys. What's up? How much? We're uh, we're sitting in our living room, Dylan's bedroom at the moment. Yeah, <laughs> got a real cramped feeling. Where where are you in the world, Rochelle? Uh, I'm in Brooklyn right now. Oh, cool. So nice. you you live in Brooklyn? Yeah, I live in Bushwick, Brooklyn. Very nice. Nice. It's in the heart of New York. Yeah. We miss it a little bit. We do miss it a little bit. When was the last time you've been here? It's because of the whole COVID. A few weeks ago, actually. We got back in the beginning of July. (laughs) Oh. We were back in New York for uh, about four weeks each. Yeah, but the whole experience was super weird, being in an airport, on a plane. Yeah. Like, it was And you had to get, like, tested and stuff when you get back, right, and quarantined. Yeah, quarantine tested, all of that. Right. We're ne- we're negative, so you know. We are negative. <laughs> I got tested too, actually, like two weeks ago, and I just got the results back, and I'm negative everything, which I thought I would have had the antibodies at least because I was in New York the whole time. Yeah. But uh, you felt like you might have had it and then got over it. I was hoping I had it to, to yeah. yeah, but I didn't. Yeah. Did you get the test where they like poked your brain? Yeah, they did. I didn't actually think it was. God. I didn't think it was that bad. <laughs> like, I think you just got to breathe through it. And yeah, I don't know. My doctor was like, "All right, I'm gonna count to ten. and he counted <laughs> oh, what? ten. He counted all the while he 10. was literally scratching my frontal lobes. I was like, "Wow." I feel like they, is, uh, they just say count to ten and then they do it like on two. Nah, he he did. No, he he put it in my nose and said ten, uh, nine, what? and scratching my nose. I was like, "Wow." This is so, yeah, mine wasn't that long. Definitely not necessary. I didn't get a nose. Mine was but, a throat swab. So. Oh, that's worse, I think. Yeah, I it was. Like, I almost yeah. puked on the guy. That's <laughs> a story for another time. Let's let's get off. Co- let's get off COVID. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, anyways, so uh, here we are. Um, yeah, so I thought, um, you know, this this podcast is mostly about football, but it's in general, it's about chasing uh, chasing a dream, encouraging others to do the same. And I thought that um, you would be a great guest because uh, not that you play soccer, but You've kind of gone against the grain your entire life, and I think that that is inspiring for many people out there. And uh, I mean, you with their with your whole skate kitchen thing—that's exactly what you actually do. Um, so I think let's start off. Um, the first thing I, I could remember that you really going against the grain is when you were a young girl, you played football, American football. Um, yeah, I did. And how did that start? And how old were you at the time? Well, I was six, turning seven, and uh, Neil. Uh, my brother, your, your cousin, he he was playing. And I just remember like 
being so jealous that he because we'd go to the field and there was all these kids and I was like oh I want to play so bad and my dad was like I don't think you're allowed I don't know if girl there's no girls and then uh I saw this one girl and um I was like dad that's a girl I know that's a girl and uh we went up to her and she was like seven or eight and she's like yeah I play and uh so then my dad's like all right fine if you really want to do it then you can do it and so then I quickly joined and I played for until I was around nine, That's I awesome. played. So for like three years, tackle football. And I was like the only girl. And and how was that? Like, how was that experience? You know, at, at practice or in games? Like, I mean, that's, you're just, I told you're the only one, you know, you're the only. Yeah, I was the only one in my age group, um, except for that other girl who was like older than me. Um, but it was definitely difficult at times because they, especially young boys, they, notice you and they have these ideas about at that time at least more so than now um there's these like you know what a girl's supposed to do I can't hit a girl this that it was definitely frustrating because I like hated that people noticed I was a girl it was like can you just not notice (laughs) or it doesn't matter because I was just as good as the other the other kids you know and um but then I, I remember my dad like really was the one who was like, oh, it doesn't matter. And he, he kind of like always encouraged me to just keep doing it. So I, I give a lot of credit to him. There's like this one time, this one, I was playing a game and we were playing this other town. And uh, after the game, I was walking my helmet off with my dad. And uh, one of the other parents looked at me and was looked at my dad and was like, I would never let my daughter do that. Huh. Right in front of me. And I was around eight years old. It was just like an adult saying that and like looking down on you like that. And uh, then I remember, I remember my dad was like, he like was like, well, she's not your daughter. And he quickly just like kneeled down. So like, Rochelle, don't listen to him. Like, do not listen to that guy. And uh, that's, I always remember that. That's, I mean, that parent, that's ridiculous, but that's good on. I love that from your dad. Yeah, dad and, yeah, exactly. And I think yeah. it's kind of fitting actually, like hearing this now to what you're doing now, which we'll get into. Um, but it's kind of like the only thing where you were, you know, you, there was this other girl playing football and that motivated you to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that definitely ties into, you know, what you do now. So how did you get into skating? You know, you're a bit, you like, you're big into skateboarding. How did that begin? So that actually started later. So I was, uh, 11 turning 12 <laughs> in the summer. So it was a it's 10 years now, actually. And uh, I remember my cousin, my other, my cousin on my mom's side, mm-hmm. Sebastian, he's actually the same age as Nick. He was skating and uh, I was like, oh, I want to learn how to do that. And um, it was a summer that like I moved. So I didn't know anyone. So I had nothing to do. Mm-hmm. But if you have a skateboard, you don't have to know anyone. Just yeah. have a, you have a board. It's something you can do alone. So I just like did it the whole summer. And I remember meeting some neighbors and at that point I didn't really realize that girls didn't do it mm-hmm. until I started going to skate parks and then just you were the like only it. one there pretty much yeah I was I, well, I was in the in Long Island um and yeah it was the same it was the same feeling like with football where mm-hmm. um people you just get looked at or something yeah. you're just trying to fit in but everyone keeps staring and you know I'm sure yeah or, yeah or just like oh my god you can do that it's like yeah right. If I were a guy, you wouldn't be saying that. But yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So you know how how did you because you were relatively young? How did you overcome that feeling? 
you know, because a lot of people would just kind of cower down and maybe just try something new. And like you said in the beginning, just do the typical thing that, you know, a girl would do. I think I just loved it so much. Like, also, I, I, I did it alone a lot. So I was able to, like, build confidence while doing it alone and learn tricks. It was just really rewarding. Like, you just hours go by and you just practice and you get hurt. I mean, same thing with soccer. Like, yeah probably mess your ankles up a lot <laughs> yeah that Sean, Sean's got glass ankles I got glass ankles but I mean skating is on another level because essentially the sport is that it's like you fall and get, get hurt and then you have to keep trying yeah. over and over again so I think it's much more I mean, it's also brutal getting used to yeah I mean getting used to just like being looked at her I would just kind of play it as a game like I would like I want to prove them wrong it was always that in me like oh I can I'm gonna show off yeah. I don't do that anymore but I want I always wanted to like prove I would go to, I, when I was younger I would go to the skate park and do the hardest thing I knew which I would never do now but uh yeah. that's what I used to do so so yeah so you started at pretty a pretty young age but um we've seen you really develop and get into this big thing called Skate Kitchen, which um, if those of you don't know, Skate Kitchen is your group, correct, of um, all-female skaters, and is it just skaters, or who's, who's involved in the group? I guess it's just the five, well, those seven, five or six, well, the, the numbers kind of vary, but it's just like a group of us, yeah, but we're, it's not like it's really... Um, I don't really even like calling it like a group. It's more just like we're friends. Uh-huh. Yeah. And um, what is what is the, the meaning behind that name? So the meaning actually comes from when I was 11, 12, when I used to skate with um, my neighbors. And we would just kind of mess around with like the idea of having a skate shop and what we'd call it. And I remember I said I'd call it the skate kitchen because I used to watch, I learned how to skate on YouTube, actually. That's where I learned. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, because I'd like look up how to do stuff. And I just noticed, um, like I would also look up girl skateboarders just to try to connect to something. Mm -hmm. And I noticed in the comments, it'd always be like, Oh, this girl should be in the kitchen. And all those snarky, that overused, um, comments. So then I, I kind of was like, Oh, it'd be really funny if I just called the skate shop, the skate kitchen. And that's how the name like actually came about. But then uh, when I was 17, yeah, when I was 17, I, I started skating with this one girl, Nina, well, I was 15, but I kind of moved to the city when I was 17 and met all the other girls. And uh, we wanted to make an Instagram. And uh, I was like, why don't we just name it The Skate Kitchen? And they liked it. That's how it really came about. It was really like, it was just, we didn't have any other name. So Yeah, that's awesome. What a cool meaning behind it, too. And it's funny yeah. you mentioned your your friend Nina. I honestly, I feel like I know all your friends. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> watching the show and the movie, it's like. Yeah, yeah, I watched. I watched Nina. She did a she did a TED talk too. That yeah. was really yeah, she did. really cool. She killed it. And she did kill anyone it. out there, look it up because it is it's so cool. It's just like she seemed very natural at it too. Like I feel like a TED That's talk. That's just her. Yeah. yeah. Is yeah. is she is she like that? Like how she's in she is in the show? Is she, yeah. is she similar? Definitely. She's I mean, similar. she's not as like um, I would say in Betty, she's more like she wouldn't do exactly the things that she wouldn't like yeah uh, she would actually (laughs) um i don't know i think they made her a little bit uh more antagonistic in the show Mm -hmm. 
And how much um, how much input do you have into your your characters? Are you guys like basically producers on your on your show? We're consultants on it, okay. which is we're kind of like producers to be honest because we cast a lot of our friends and we tell them story. We like have direct input into everything, mostly because the director Crystal is like our friend mm-hmm. and she believes in that us having a say. Yeah, it's so cool. It yeah. seems so natural. Yeah, like the, I was yeah. going to say the dialogue, just like it just seems like you guys are hanging out. And it was like it was super refreshing <laughs> to like kind of watch that in a show. Yeah, I mean, some of it it's scripted, but we also can improv. So a lot some of it is real. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a question, too. So what is your connection? Um, because this is so it's funny. I was actually in English class in high school and my teacher mentioned uh, Brett Conti. Yeah. And he's like, oh, he's a pro skater, like a Red Bull skater. And then I looked him up and then like years down the road, I see like you're skating with him. And like he kind of at one point was like sponsoring you or something. Yeah, he was. And I was like, wow, what a small world. So Brett actually, well, when I was was younger, I always knew Brett as like this really good skater. And me and my friends were like, oh, he's so good. Just this older guy. Mm -hmm. Um, But then when I moved here and stuff, he started this brand, Fortune. And he just asked me if I wanted to get flowed some boards, which he just basically means that he just will give me boards for free. Mm-hmm. And um, so I was like, sure, free boards. And then when we did Skate Kitchen and Betty, I just used his, like the boards I'm skating in the, in, in them, in those, the show and the movie are, are his board brand. Cause I was like, I'm just going to support like a local, you know, board brand. And yeah. so that's, and we're still friends and stuff like that. Um, and yeah, he just, it's just funny because we're both from Massapequa. Well, I, I'm kind of from Massapequa. I went to high school there. You're from Massapequa. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, no, we accept you. You're from Massapequa. <laughs> so, um, Rochelle, in, in Betty, what I really liked was how kind of the beginning starts off with you. Well, not your character, but um, some of the characters trying to start like an all-girls skate sesh. And then it kind of comes full circle at the end. Um, and... Are those are those events kind of based off of real events that you guys have put on in the city or? Yeah, um, I actually met Nina at All Girls Skate Session when I was 15. Like that's where we first actually met. But um, nowadays, well, Nina actually used, would set up a lot of them. But mm-hmm. now more and more girls are doing it. There's this one girl, Brianna King, who travels the world doing these girls sessions. And they're basically just exactly what they are, what they what the title is. It's just a safe place for girls to feel comfortable because like mm-hmm. we talked about before if you, you know it's hard to go to a skate park sometimes and be the only one and especially if you're a beginner so that it's a real thing that that and especially past like three years two three years more and more people have been having it wow that's awesome and yeah to go back into kind of like you know it seems like a lot of female skaters are are hindered or scared just to to start skating because of like all the barriers and, you know, how males may treat them. Um, do you think like a lot of girls, um, like a lot of girls struggle with this? Definitely. Um, yeah, because it's like entering, well, first of all, depending on, you know, their families and whatever values they have, like a lot of like, um, like Hispanic or, or people of color, families like it's in the culture that like women aren't supposed to do certain things and I mean in America it's getting better with 
women being like accepted and, and they can do whatever they want, but especially those girls and just also just, I don't know, guys can be assholes. Like they can just yeah, be definitely. weird and, and act like they, they always knew how to do every single trick in the book right. like, as if they never were a beginner. And yeah. a lot of times guys actually get mad about the girl sessions. They're like, you know, why can't we come? Why can't we come? It's like, all right. Well, you usually, you don't want us to be there, but then now that you can't be there, yeah. you're complaining and you're calling it inequality. Like it's just the, the whole <laughs> that, mindset. That, is that is such bullshit. Yeah. It's so annoying. Like, oh, well, good on but you. you know what? In person, they don't say shit though. They just like look at you. Like, I, like there's some guys that I recognize from like talking on Instagram or whatever, and they literally can't look at me. <laughs> they just like <laughs> look away really fast. And I just stare at them and they're like scared of me. It's hilarious. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, that's right. Um, and now, now you spoke about how in America, like it's slowly, I mean, in general, uh, even in other sports as well, we're a lot more open to girls playing every sport. But have you traveled with skateboarding? Yeah, uh, I have. Do these girl sessions? And where have you gone? So I've been to, well, I went to London, which was sick because they have a really cool community out there. And the girls there are just awesome and very hardcore. We were like, whoa. Um, <laughs> Cause they're like drinking and like they're, the culture there is just really fuck fun. Drinking and skating seems like a, a top yeah. combination. Yeah. Definitely not good, but they were doing it. They were doing it. And I went, I think the coolest place I went to was Taiwan. I went there alone. Wow. And I, and like this group of skaters, um, I didn't even, we didn't speak the same language. They speak Chinese over there. They just took me in and brought me everywhere. And we didn't even know how to, talk the same language but it didn't even matter like that's something i learned in taiwan yeah you just bond over skateboard so just hand yeah. signals like the entire time just that and not even hand signals just like we don't even need to talk when you have a board yeah. probably the same thing with soccer right you guys yeah you just like, all over the world smile and you just play honestly yeah it's just it doesn't you don't really like need language when you have let's say like music or sports or yeah, there's, yeah. there's like a arts. Common bond in between absolutely well, at least for me, because I can't speak German like Sean here. So, yeah. I just, oh, you can I go speak German, Sean? Yeah, I can, I can speak a little bit. I mean, I've been here for a little over two years, so. Oh, wow. I can, I can speak a little bit. Sprechensie. Sprechensie. <laughs> um, yeah, but I, I definitely feel that because when I was in Mongolia playing soccer, like most of the team couldn't speak English. But it's like just as soon as we get to the first training, it's just like having a pass with the guy. We're not talking. We can't talk to each other, but it's like it doesn't it's not necessary. Like, let's just play. Yeah, because you, your whole lives you've been playing the same sport and you it's like that's yeah. within itself is a language. And exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So when you were with those girls in Taiwan, did you like instantly kind of, you know, vibe just based off of the shared love for skateboarding? Yes. Yes. I actually have an, like an edit on my Instagram from that time it was like i think july 2018 and you can just see in the video like it looks like we're just we've been friends for years but we just met two days before um and they were funny too like they would do they were messing with the security guards and they're just being funny and it was great that's awesome and how long were you there i think only maybe like four days five maybe four days wow and you went there and then came right back yeah. <laughs> that was yeah. a long flight. It, what's the flight? Like 20 hours? It was like 13 and I was like a middle seat and there was a monsoon. 
So it was really scary, and I was oh, alone. Man. <laughs> wow. Jesus. Um, I'm super curious about it. How is like the skating fashion in Taiwan? Is it similar to like to Brooklyn at all? It's similar, but it's like better because in Asia they they're just ahead of us. Like I went to Japan also, always. and they, they're just yeah. ahead. Yeah. Japan and Korea. Just the fashion is ahead. always ahead. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They were cool. They they just dressed really cool. I was the one that was slacking. <laughs> and, and speaking of fashion, you've got some uh, some dope fashion. Who like where did that come from? Have you always dressed like that, or always? Um, well, I've always, you know, I've always kind of dressed like, uh, kind of. It's unique. Yeah, not tom. I guess tomboy is a word. Like I never liked wearing, you know, dresses or whatever. I just dress whatever's comfortable, I guess, and that's yeah. the same thing with skating. And I guess my the style comes from just other people I see skating mm-hmm. and what they're wearing. Like for example, um, like a lot of skaters wear work clothes sort of because it's durable and it's comfortable so carhartt stuff dickies yeah, and uh-huh. like things like that so then i saw them wearing it and I'm like oh that looks way more comfortable than what i'm wearing so it's more like that and then you go to thrift shops because it's cheaper and you're gonna mess the clothes up anyway so it's just a lot of that eco-friendly too i mean you can't go wrong with that yeah yeah exactly there's no point in spending money on i don't know i'm, I'm into like the idea of not making new clothes for no reason yeah no totally um in betty though you have a it's a it's a cool quote where you say your fashion inspiration do you you know where i'm going with this oh yeah with charlie chaplin is that true (laughs) um you know it's funny actually that i wanted to say michael jackson but we couldn't because of like Oh, like all the allegations. Yeah, yeah. So, and and I was like, you know, that's. I guess it's better not to just bring that into this. So, but I also, but actually, one of Michael Jackson's inspiration was Charlie Chaplin. So. Um, okay, so there you go. Circle, yeah. There you go. There's yeah. A, I'm picturing yeah. Charlie Chaplin like skating yeah. in some Carhartt and stuff too. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but I I do like his style. He has a very, I don't know, it's cool. Like, <laughs> yeah, I like his style. Now with skating, like we mentioned, we talked about in the beginning, um, the sport in itself is essentially like you see a new trick, then you try it a hundred times and fail 99 and then finally get it. And all in between, I mean, you are probably picking up some injuries. Have you had so many like really bad injuries with skating? Feel like oh, it's- yeah, definitely. I had two really, really, really bad ones and they're the same injury. Um, I, well, I would say two years ago was the worst. I, it's called credit carding or the board, like, you know, where I'm going with that. Yeah. Like, yeah. The board goes straight in between your legs and stuff. And I had to get like so many stitches and it was a two month recovery and it was wow. just the most uncomfortable thing I've ever dealt with in my life. Yeah. Is that pretty, is that pretty common? Cause I just feel like the board slipping out going upwards. Like, I just feel like that would happen a lot. It, it actually is common, but for girls, it's um, it bleeds a lot because it's weird. Yeah, like yeah. <laughs> so. Actually, for girls, it's becoming because there are more girls skating now. Mm-hmm. It's actually like a known thing in the girl community where that happens, and it's really scary. It's like a freak accident, but it still happens. Right, entrepreneur right. here. I'm just wondering if there's like yeah an invention like. Right. No, I, I was thinking about trying to figure it out. Actually, something that protect but yeah. yeah all right we won't we won't steal our idea <laughs> but we just want to we just want an instagram shout out when you do it <laughs> okay uh, that's so funny and now so staying on this topic like 
because of the ideas, like you fail, but you got to get up and do it again. Mm-hmm. And then you're going to fail again. And then you're going to pick up like a nasty injury, but you keep going. Like, what is the mindset behind that? And how do you continue to push to not be afraid to fail? I would say now, I mean, now I definitely, if I'm not feeling it or it all depends on how you feel. Like if you really have a day where you feel good and you're failing, like it's okay. And it's like, well, you just think about what it feel like, what it would feel like to land. And that mm-hmm. pushes you to want to keep doing it. But it's hard. It's a mental battle. Like some days I, I actually do stop and I won't because I'll be like, all right, so I don't want to get hurt because I'm mad right now or I'm not feeling motivated. But then other days I'm like willing to get hurt because I just really want to get it. It just yeah. it really depends on the day. Totally. And um, I know like, you know, skating is a little bit different from from our profession where it's like we're all working towards getting this goal. Um, and I'm wondering, like, for you, is it more about landing like one trick, like in a session? Or are you like a skater who wants to kind of like like have like this kind of flow state where you're you're hitting a bunch of different combinations and just kind of like going throughout the skate park? Like or does it differ with each session? Uh, I think it's definitely different, but my favorite thing in skating isn't even the tricks. It's just the riding and kind of feel, being in this meditative state where you don't have to think mm-hmm. about anything. Mm-hmm. And it's just like you're feeling everything. And and like I like to listen to music and just do simple tricks, like pop on the different things. And I can just go for hours just listening to music and going back and forth on the street. Yeah. And that's, I think, what I like the most about it. But then some days it's yeah, I do want to land a trick. I'm like, all right, I want to land this. And, but it's not as fun. Like it's fun when you land it, but while you're doing it, it's, it's pretty stressful. Yeah. (laughs) I can, I can sort of relate to this because I've snowboarded for, I don't know, since I was 10 and -hmm. it's kind of the same idea as like when I was younger, I was more into going in the terrain park and like trying new tricks. And obviously I, I broke my wrist once and gotten hurt plenty of times. But then, like you said, just like riding, listening to music is so relaxing um, yeah. that I can understand what you, I would assume it's similar with the skateboarding, except you're kind of in a city environment where there's, you know, cars and stuff. Um, but I totally get that. Like some days you're just not, you're not looking to get hurt. You're not looking to try something new because there always is that fear of like, oh, I'm going to hurt myself trying this. Yeah. Something you have to listen to your body. I've been snowboarding before actually. And it's very, it's, it's pretty similar actually. Like I've been, I didn't do terrain. I just, um, went down and it, it felt a lot like skating and how the good part of skating that I like that part. Yeah. I would imagine. Now Rochelle, you do this I mean, I'm like pretty, pretty new to skateboarding and tricks and all this, but you, you do this sick thing in Betty a bunch of times where you kind of like skid out, I guess, like the back wheels and like come back into like a regular riding. What do you mm-hmm. call that? Oh, it's a power slide. Power I actually slide. learned, I, sense. I learned how to back power slide in on a skateboard because of snowboarding. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, it's kind of like it the looks, same Yeah, movement. it looks exactly it's like It's the same that. thing. It's the same thing. But it just seems so much harder. You're on wheels, like. Nah, I mean, I thought it was pretty hot on a snowboard, uh, but um, uh, it's the same motion. It's just like the wheels. You just have to like you dig into your heels. Yeah, you don't exactly. It's the same as snowboarding. Seeing you yeah, do that like made me want to get on a skateboard. Yeah. It's fun. It's fun. You don't do a skateboard yesterday. 
you should. It's it's yeah. even just cruising, like getting a cruiser. It's really fun. Yeah, just like a longboard or something would. I think, for whatever mm-hmm. reason, when I skate, I like when I was younger, I kind of went through a phase of skateboarding. But I, I, I stand, like, with my left foot forward, regular. But for whatever reason, I always kicked, like, pushed off my left foot. Oh, so you you push Mongo. Brian actually pushes Mongo. And But, like, it doesn't make sense, right? Because then when, at one point, I'm standing on the back of the board. Yeah. It's, so it's, like. It just felt more natural. I don't know. That's what Brian has. And in the skate community, you're not supposed to do. Like, it's, like, a rule. Like, you shouldn't do that. But oh, it doesn't really matter. Just make your own path. Yeah. <laughs> go yeah. against the grain. Yeah, that, that career didn't go far. I think I got an ollie down, and that was... Hey, that's good, though. I think the kickflip never never quite came. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, you're good at soccer, so you have good foot coordination. You could have, If you just put more hours, you definitely could have gotten it. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. I don't know, maybe, to, to your level, but... Maybe in the next the next adventure. My, my, my <laughs> next life, yeah. A lot of... A skater is actually at this, this park called Tompkins. They bring a soccer ball, and they um, in between, they we, we do this thing where we just, what do you call it, like rally it or kick it like to each other, it. like try to, yeah, juggle it. And then it'll be like a big circle of 10, 15 people. <laughs> wow, that's amazing. Just for, join. It's really fun just for, it's kind of like for practice or for your foot coordination. But I mean, well, we all kind of suck. Thing. That's the thing. Like, because then I feel like, when I think of skaters too, like they, that group of skaters, they would always like juggle a hacky sack as well. Is that the idea of it? It's like working on your footwork. I think that's what it is. And the guy who does it, he's a pro and he's, he always talks about, um, how important it is to just play soccer too, like juggle soccer ball wow. for, this is and there's like, a, there's, there's like, um, a, a pro skater for adidas who was a also a, a lot of skaters actually actually played soccer as kids and there's like some pros who have signature shoes i think boys or something like that's his last name he has a signature skate shoe and it looks like a soccer shoe like there's a lot of soccer skate crossover i know that especially wow, in wow, Europe. i never knew so, this yeah, yeah you're about to quit the team <laughs> <laughs> start start a new path it makes sense though i mean in brazil is too and like places that mm. People play soccer a lot. There's a lot of soccer. I feel like they're both skaters. like, yeah. I feel like they're both kind of like urban. Like you see a lot of pickup soccer in in cities, and I think cities is where skateboarding like the heart is really. Yeah, yeah. Rochelle, do you have a um, a favorite place to skate? Like a favorite skate park or? I like skating at Washington Square Park. Not really because they have a lot to skate, but there's just a lot to to do like you can skate and also hang out and watch people and lay on the grass mm-hmm. and it's like in the west village or that area you know where that park is right? yeah yeah, That's, yeah. i mean yeah definitely yeah. sounds like a good time so yeah, it's fun <laughs> um so then moving from skating i mean not like we're going far away from it but how did you get into acting so uh, i got into it from so i was on the i was coming in from long island to meet up with my friend nina the girl we we're talking about and uh we were just on the train and she was talking the way that she does. And uh, a woman was like, are there more girls like you? And that woman ended up being Crystal, the director, the one who's done everything with us. Oh, so wow. we, met on, we met her on the train and just became really good friends with her. I and mean, we made this short, a short film actually first. I don't know if you know about that. And then is that the Samsung thing. No, no that was a different, com- that was a commercial that 
also like I weirdly got I met a person at a skate park and then like went to the casting but um no it was like it's called that one day we made that and then we made skate kitchen a year later and then we made betty two years later wow that's yeah. so cool so she was just eavesdropping on your conversation and then it became something yeah yeah and wow. then i've done a couple other things like that commercial and uh, some shorts films and stuff but yeah so cool and is there um is there anything we can we can look forward to i read that betty was renewed for a second season Yes, that's what you can look forward to. That's the next thing that we're doing. Yeah, yeah. We're trying. I think we might try to shoot in September. I don't know if it's going to work, though. Yeah, everything's still quarantine. crazy yeah. up in the air. So cool. Mm-hmm. So tell us more about acting. What is there anything that like, I mean, because you're in these, these shows, you're skating, right? I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know if the short film was it also with skating. Well, the first one, the thing is like it's skating, but there's actually way more acting in it, too. And there's a lot yeah. of people don't realize like. There's a lot of rehearsal and you have to have an acting coach and learn how to, to get into the mindset of it or whatever scene you're in. And it's definitely, it's definitely really hard, but it's challenging. And I like things that are challenging and, mm-hmm. you know, it feels good. And you just get to kind of be, you have to you get to be open and share something of yourself that's fun. And mm-hmm. I think people can relate to. Yeah. What was the most challenging part for you? Um, definitely being around my friends and then having to, uh, pretend to be someone else around my friends that's slightly different. Like that was the weirdest part because you have these relationships already established with your friends and then you're, you're different, but you're also yourself. And it's like, cause we're kind of playing ourselves, but then we're not. So it was just uh, always a little confusing. And sometimes it was like, all right, maybe this, I wouldn't be this comfortable if uh if i was her like i wouldn't yeah things how like often, that were confusing how often do they call you the wrong name um you know they just call me camille on set everybody okay so just kind of just like, to help it stick. we just called each other yeah we just like called each other by our um our those names because it just feels like those are our names anyway now it's this cool name too camille i never heard of that yeah it's, it's supposed to be like a spanish name Hispanic, yeah. Any um, can we have any like you know spoilers or sneak peeks for? <laughs> you can tell I'm a fan, but like for uh, Betty season two, is there like any I, anything I guess, right now? I guess I don't think I'm even allowed to say anything, but I think it's going to be really fun, and it's definitely different than season one. Cool. Yeah, it'll cool. be different. We're I think excited. there'll be more people, <laughs> like more of our friends in it too, like more characters. Yeah, that, that's so cool that you kind of and like cast your friends oh yeah we do that all the the whole process so much more fun i would imagine and they get paid like all the extras are getting they don't have to work that summer like it's great like all our friends are just having fun yeah it is amazing i i just feel like it's there's such a i mean obviously it is based on your life but the the parallel is so cool that it's like you know encouraging girls to skate and do what makes them happy and you know screw this quote unquote like ladylike behavior. Um, yeah. And I just feel like that last scene um is perfect in the Don't first season. Alert, you know? Oh okay, yeah, it's probably right. <laughs> well the, there's a there's a last scene and it's just it's like super encouraging to um a younger girl to go out and skate mm-hmm. and um actually guess, in the last scene, sorry to cut you off like no. at the skate park, if there is spoilers, sorry, but 
They, um, it's funny spoiler because, alert. Let's talk about it. <laughs> so, like, that park is uh, it, it's like the biggest, most well-known skate park, basically in New York City. And you know, there's always guys there, and there are girls there too a lot now, especially recently. But it was funny because there's never been that many girls ever there at once, never. And that's part of the reason why it was so amazing too, because it was like actually real for us. Mm-hmm. And uh, I remember some guys were they were pissed off. They were like, "Why are they so? Why are they all here right now?" And it's like. And my other friends who are guys were like, can you guys just chill? Like this never, how does it feel to be, yeah, like the minority, right? Like it's yeah, the first yeah, time yeah. that they were feeling that and they were like so uncomfortable by it. Mm-hmm. They're like so angry by it. And it's like, that's what we feel all the time. Mm-hmm. And it's one, it's literally like one day and they were getting so frazzled and like pissed off. Of course. Yeah. yeah. It's, a, it's a, it's a, it's a frail Male ego, yeah. fragile. I I watched one of your YouTube videos. It was like a question and answer, and you mentioned. Oh yeah. <laughs> you mentioned. <laughs> I do a little prep for the pod. Um, you mentioned that during the quarantine, you wanted to, uh, you know, learn more and read a lot of books. Did you? Yeah. Uh, did you follow through with that? And if so, what books have you read? I've been reading actually. I've been reading a lot of Barbara Kingsolver books. It's this girl. Um, I read, I read, I read, it was my, my Kindles. I'm reading this one book my friend recommended called My Struggle uh, right now. And, uh, what else? Yeah, I've been reading. I, I should be reading more, but I have been. <laughs> nice. Nice. And what, what are you doing at the moment? Are you just waiting for basically Betty to go back on set? Yeah, that, and I've been trying to, I've been like just filming different videos too. I haven't put anything out because I'm scared to, because of the whole quarantine, they're going to come for me and say no one's wearing a mask. But people are wearing masks, but I don't know. I've just been trying to, like, do that, spend time outside and stay active and also, like, work out because uh, when you're on set, it, you need to, like, be trained kind of. Like, like it definitely takes a lot of energy out of you. Are there, wow, like, okay. super long days and sets? Oh, yeah, like 14 hours sometimes. Holy shit. Honestly, I can actually um... – I know this feeling because <laughs> I was uh, I had a, a short acting career in Mongolia. Ooh, I, was in, I didn't know that. <laughs> I was in a Mongolian movie, and yeah, they had us on set for <laughs> I think it was twelve hours. And, and how, they gave how us, long were you? How what was your screen time? My screen time was about four point seven seconds, <laughs> and they gave us uh, one water bottle and like a bowl of soup. <laughs> what? That's all the food. The and, thing is like. Yeah, the, the hardest part is being – so you'll be on set and you'll do a scene and then they'll, like, make you wait an hour before you do another take. And yeah. you have to keep your energy, like, emotional energy up. But then also the skating adds oh, yeah, to I it. And I mean, also all I did was sit on the couch. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I can imagine because exactly – it's like in a movie it looks like it's a, it's you just do it one after another. But it's like you could shoot the same thing over and over and over again. Yeah. And I imagine when you throw the skating into it, it's like you might have to shoot it 30 times. Yeah. And also you don't want to get hurt. So right. there's like yeah, that. Yeah. Uh, I see. Yeah. But it's still all worth it and fun. Like I wouldn't even complain. Like it's amazing. Mm-hmm. That's so cool. Yeah. Now, um, you mentioned kind of just like the whole quarantine, Corona skating. It's just kind of so different. Like how, how is the whole skating community still like getting on and in, in, um, in the city? Well, in New York, we've been 
New York's really doing really well with Corona. Like it's not spreading or growing and no one had, I like no one, I mean, I took my test. I didn't even get it. So we've been good about it. Like just keeping hand sanitizer on us, masks and staying far apart while we skate. So everyone's been pretty good about it. I feel like that too. You, if you're just smart about it, it's like a sport where you don't have to really be on top of each other anyway. No, you don't just gotta not give each other high fives and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. So what's, what's the barrier now? Do you do, you do fist bumps or touch boards? Um, you actually like slam your board on the ground. If someone lands a trick. Oh, it's like a clap, right? Yeah. It's like a clap. Wow. That's dope. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We should do that with our soccer cleats. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, Rochelle, we have one more game for you if you're willing to play. Oh, I'm down. Okay, do you, do you like game shows? I, I do. Yeah, I, I like playing games. Do you have, like, a, like a favorite, like, famous game show? Mm, hmm. Mm, not really. Not a, I can't think of one on the spot. This is the toughest question we've asked you today. <laughs> I don't think this is a game show, but you know whose line is it, whose line is it anyway? That's not really a game show, but that show's it's hilarious. Like, it's like a game show meets improv comedy. Yeah. yeah. I love that. I, I miss those. Yeah, those are, they should remake that. They should remake that. Wayne Brady and... <laughs> It wouldn't be the same though. Mm. Sean looks Sean looks so puzzled. He has no idea what's going on. Wait, you don't know that show, Sean? I don't think I know that. It's like where they do like they act out like improv stuff. You know Wayne Brady and like Drew Carey. You saw it, you know what it is. I'm telling you. Yeah, it was on ABC Family back in the day. Okay, okay. Yeah. Well, I don't know. So the thing is, I don't know what this what game we're about to play. Dylan has been telling me about it, but has kept it a secret. Yeah, so it's... So I'm slightly nervous about it's it. It's super fitting. So we're playing a game of Family Feud today. Uh, oh. <laughs> got the family. I was very, I was very um, proud of myself for uh, getting that, you know, the whole cousin thing. Whatever, we'll keep going. So... Um, we're going to play a game where I mention either a skate term for Sean or a soccer term for Rochelle. And if you can explain what it is, then you get a point. Wow. Oh, and the person with the most points at the end gets the bragging rights at the next cookout. <laughs> okay. This wow, is, I like this. This is massive. I like this. All right. Okay, so, first? so who wants to – yeah, Rochelle, you are a guest, so you get to pick if Sean goes first or if you go oh, first. He, he can go first. Okay. Oh, oh boy. So it was it was harder for me to do skate terms, but we will we will start with um, what is a snake? A snake. Oh. A snake. <laughs> it's when you you pop like the front of the board up and you just go left, right, left, right, left, right. Um, <laughs> All right, Rochelle. Rochelle, can you give us the explanation? Yeah. So a snake is someone who doesn't wait their turn and they just keep like. There's like skate park uh, etiquette and stuff like that. Yeah. Like they just snaked you. They went down. To, yeah. They, they uh, snaked the chain. Yeah. So you're a snake. Like stop being a snake. Or sometimes I'll be like, oh, I'm being a snake right now. Sorry, guys. Ah. Uh, like, yeah. Damn, I like that term. I feel like you cool, could just get right? in a zone and just be like, uh, you know, an accidental snake. Speaking of snakes, oh, there's a lot of snakes at the grocery stores here. Really? Real snakes? No, like, oh. <laughs> if another if another yeah. register opens, like, normally, you know, you just, the person next in line would go to the new register, but, like, you'll get Charlie from the back. Spring oh, I forward. hate that. It's so annoying. That's a snake. That's Charlie, a snake, Now yeah. I know. Charlie is the least driven name that you could have came up with. <laughs> All right, so now we're going to go to Rochelle. 
Okay. And we're going to start with um, a Meg. Do you know what a Meg is? No idea. No idea. You got to um, give it a guess. Yeah, you have. Just a Meg? Man, yeah. Um, Do you want to hear it in a sentence? Yes, please. Okay, so he megged the defender. Um, a little context. He maybe like got past or something, juked out. I don't know. Close. <laughs> close. You're very close. We might have to give her a half point. Give her a half. All right, so Sean, what's a meg? A meg is when you put the ball through someone's legs. So like, oh, like, like he just megged him. As a defender, it's like the worst thing. Like when I play Dylan, I do it to him all the time. <laughs> Oh man, that's lies, Rochelle. Do not listen to him. <laughs> yeah, but it's like if the, if you get Meg bad, it's like you're just stuck, you know. It's like that also just sucks. Like, it's, yeah. is it probably like embarrassing, right? Yeah, it's like uh, demoralizing. Yeah, it's like you know, if someone megs you as a defender, you just kind of have to foul them. It's like you yeah. can't meg you and get past you. You just have to, you know, I mean, throw in a study. Yeah, that's <laughs> something like that. All right, Sean, let's go. I back. like that term though. It's cool, right? Mm-hmm. And it comes from nutmeg. Nutmeg, oh. Yeah, did you know that? I did know that, yeah. But I blanked on that. An old English coach when I was really young. That's Rochelle, you should bring it to skateboarding and like you push your yeah. skateboard, yeah, push through, your skateboard someone's through someone's legs. So one of those, one of the uh, the guys that play that you, you juggle with, you should do it to them. They would definitely know. Oh, okay. I'll, okay. Then now put your I'll skateboard through their legs when they're just standing there and just and then when you yell, you just say Megs or Megs. Okay, Megs. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I can't wait to see that. I got to see a video of this, too. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Sean, we're back to you on some skate terms. Um, We're going to go fakey. Oh, fakey is when, um, oh, I know this from snowboarding. A fakey is when you ollie, but from the front. Right? Mm -hmm. Rochelle? It's when you're going backwards on the skateboard. And you like you do like a fakey kickflip, like you're going okay, backwards. Okay, yeah. It's so like snowboarding, you call a switch. Yeah. That, no, switch is uh, for switch is like if I were regular, I would be riding goofy. That means I'm riding switch. Like it's like. Okay, yeah. so wait, fakey. Oh, I see. So fakey, you're standing as you would normally stand, but going switch. the other direction. Yeah. It's going backwards, and then switches. Ah, you you, you switch your foot position. Gotcha. Yeah. Damn, Can't really do that in snowboarding. Well, I guess you could. You go. You ride the other way, right? Ride. Yeah, opposite. I mean, it's a, yeah, it just switch. So if you ride regular, then switch would be when you're riding goofy. Mm. Wow, swing and a miss for Sean, then. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I felt I'm, like I, I was so confident too. I'm I'm scared for Rochelle because I feel like these are going to be hard. Yeah, I, I don't know anything about soccer, but I'm, I'll go for it. I just I'm looking forward to the answers and hopefully. The underdog story comes through. But our next one for you is golden goal. Is it when you, uh, you, you know, when there's like, uh, everyone's like lined up or something and you have like one kick or something like there's like, uh, all those people lined up. What is that called? Um, like a penalty kick. Yeah. Is it when you get it in a penalty kick or Unfortunately, no. no, it's, it's, um, Sean, you want to take it? So, so golden goal is, um, usually it's in overtime and it means like basically the next goal wins. So if you score, the game's over. Oh, don't play after. so it's like the golden goal because it's like you score and then that's it. Oh, wow. Yeah, man, these are tough. These are tough. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's okay. But she's winning right now. She, she has a half, a point, she has a half a point to zero. Yeah. 
Yeah, let's keep going. All right, Sean, I got for you um, a thrasher. A thrasher. thrasher. It's not really used like that. It's just thrasher. Thrasher. Yeah. Can can you use it in a sentence, please? No. Yeah. Uh, oh. <laughs> All right, Rochelle can use I it. I could do it. Um, okay. Well, this might be a little obvious. Okay, then never mind. Yeah, just give me, give me your best. I mean, the first thing I'm thinking of a thrasher is either it's like a dope move or the board, like, hits your shins. Mm, it's a uh, – I'll, I'll just use it in a sentence. Have you read the latest thrasher? Latest thrasher. Oh man, I don't know. Someone someone talking about a new move or a new skater. I don't know. It's a magazine company. Ah. You only see people with shirts that say Thrasher, right? You know, like that shirt that this Thrasher. You I thought that was a band. No, also, it's, it's a skate magazine. It's a skate magazine, yeah. Oh, okay. Wow. I learned something too. <laughs> what is it? What does your term say it is? So the term says that it's a, <laughs> it's an avid or an enthusiastic uh, skater. Like no, I, people, that's why I used it like that. But no, people usually. I think that might come. And maybe that's the original. But everyone's like getting thrashers. That's the street term here. Yeah. No, yeah. Thrashers like. All right. So minus one point for Dylan. <laughs> <laughs> but either way, you got it wrong. So let's go to that's Rochelle. True. All right, Rochelle, do you know what a bicycle kick is? Yeah, is it when you um, kick it, like, behind you or something and uh, can it you, looks like can you're pedaling? You... Like, you kick it – all right, so you, like, have it in between your legs and you kick it behind you and it goes over your head or something. Is that what it is? No, that's a rainbow, but I like where your head's uh, Yeah, she's, she's right there. This is when uh, – the ball would be in the air already, and then you'd like kick it so that your head is like closest to the ground and your feet are in the air. Oh, like, what? Like, doing flip. So you're like, yeah. So you, have you ever done that before? I have, but it's usually not a great thing because you just get hurt. Yeah, <laughs> you do like it the wrong. Land, the landing is tough. The landing is tough. I mean, if you land properly, then it's fine. It's like I'm sure in skateboarding, there's like a proper way to land so you don't get hurt. But the problem yeah. is when you don't plan it. And then you land on like your neck or your back, and it mm-hmm. just. Yeah. I mean, good. you only do it. You've never. Have you done it in games? I've done it in a game before, but I've never scored. Like I think I just hit it. Oh. <laughs> when it went somewhere not in the goal. <laughs> Dang, that's really yeah, scary. I mean, it's not an easy thing to do. It's like yeah, it's like falling gracefully. You kind of learn. I'm sure how it is in skateboarding too. Like when you know you're about to, you have to bail or something. But you don't really know where you're going, right? Like it's you're blinded, right? If you're doing it, like, yeah, you like in a way. If you, I guess there's variations of it because sometimes, yeah. sometimes you're you're like more parallel with the ground mm-hmm. versus like directly overhead. Um, mm. But yeah, that's a bicycle kick. That's cool. Okay. <laughs> All right, Sean, we're back to you. And this, give me just like an ollie. What's this an ollie? one is gonna be it's gonna be a little bit of a layup because we've talked about it. Um, oh no! What is Mongo? What does that refer to? Mongo, Mongo foot. Mongo. <sighs> we just talked about it. Didn't he we? wasn't listening to you, Rochelle. That's that's messed up. Mongo, Mongo. <laughs> um. How do you push? Uh, oh yeah! I, wow, I totally forgot the name of it. Uh huh. So Mongo is pushing with the wrong foot. So for example. I ride with my left foot forward, but I push with my left foot. Apo taco. Apo taco. 
All right, but I'm not taking that point because I did forget the name of it. I've never, I've literally never heard of this term before today. Manga. Yeah, manga, pushing manga. I don't know where you use it. You push manga. Yeah. Uh, Maybe if we should. What does that that come from? Do you know? I have no idea. I feel like we should bring that to soccer. Yeah, because there's situations where you're dribbling or you're passing with the wrong foot, dude. You're doing it, manga. You're passing manga. Yeah. Yeah, I guess that would be the equivalent. Where it just it kind of looks awkward, right? Like it's not. Yeah, 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 definitely. There's definitely situations. Let's get, we're going to bring it to German soccer. <laughs> All right. We're back. We're back to you, Rochelle. Um, right. Do you know what a give and go is? Uh, uh, is it just passing the ball and going? <laughs> we'll give it and, to you. <laughs> <laughs> like passing it and then just leaving after? <laughs> running away? Just, yeah, you just go home after. <laughs> <laughs> See you guys. <laughs> Garrett too. Now I gotta go home. There's we'll right. give we'll give you a half a point because you got half of it. It's like you give it to someone, like a teammate, mm-hmm. and then you go not home, but like you go down the field a little bit or and like back. a couple field and you get it and you get it yeah. back. Yeah. Okay, right. I was gonna say that actually, but then I didn't hear <laughs> like it should say right <laughs> shouldn't it be like give and get back or something? Um, that's no, when you we put it that way, yeah. It's like give and go and get back. Yeah. 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 You're right. I just, I just have like a I just have like a picture of someone <laughs> giving it just like getting in the car. <laughs> <laughs> the game's still going yeah. on, like, okay. All right, um, Sean, we're back to you. I think we have one more each. Yeah, one more okay. each. So um, what is a five O grind or five zero grind? I'm not actually sure. Five O. Five O. O grind. That, that makes more sense. That is when you. Uh, I'm, it's one or the other, but I'm saying it's when you grind straight down. So it's like the pipe, the rail is directly underneath your board. But what's the board look like? Like, is it parallel with the thing, or is it perpendicular, or like? It's it's like you're. So yeah, the they're called bindings in in skating. Yeah, like mm-hmm. the wheel that the wheel sit on. Oh, gr- uh, trucks. Trucks, trucks. Yeah, yeah trucks. Bindings, snowboarding. Yeah. The trucks, the trucks are so they would they would be perpendicular with the rail, mm. and you're so you're skating like in line. Your board is parallel with the rail, and the the bindings are, are the uh, trucks are perpendicular. It's when one truck is on, like oh. you're. I think you're kind of right about it, though. Like, one truck is on. It's, like, leaning back, and you're grinding with one. The we'll back truck. For participation. Yeah, I think that counts. Ah, all right. All right, Rochelle, well, if you... This is not a skater. If you get this one, um, even if, I, if you get a half of it, uh, you win, and you get to bring home the metaphorical plaque to the next family <laughs> cookout. So this is a big one. No pressure, all right? Okay. All right, what is a hospital ball? Oh, that's a good one. Uh, you can get this. You I feel like if you just it. think about the words and we can one use it we can use it in a sentence and give you the country of origin too. Uh, use it in a sentence. Um so he we'll say he played him a hospital ball, not to give too is much. It when it hits you when it hits you in the face or something? Or like it hurts you? Like the ball hits you. Uh, no. So oh. what it is, it's, it's the right idea. 
But what it is is you pass the ball to a teammate, but there is an opposing player about to put in like a really bad tackle. So exact for example, in in like American football, the quarterback would throw like a hospital ball to a wide receiver who is about to get like yeah, lined like up by the down safety the middle or something. You know, but, like as soon as he gets the ball, he's just gonna get crushed or mm-hmm. hurt. Hence the name hospital ball. Dang. Yeah. yeah. I feel like it's more relatable to American football than soccer, but I guess it's. Yeah, but it just sounds really cool in an English accent. Yeah. Oh, that was a hospital ball. <laughs> do, do, do a lot of soccer players talk in an English accent when they? Um. No, but just like I mean, if you're really into it, I like the the. Um, I'd say the most famous or the best league is probably the the league in England. So it's just oh, kind of like. Which one? It's called the English Premier League. Oh okay. So it's like. Yeah, I mean, London has, you know, a ton of teams. Right. It's what most people follow. I mean, it's the best league in the world. So, yeah, oh, I, guess, I, I, guess, I guess always growing up, too, always growing up, too, we always had, like, trainers that were English. So it's like you always tried to copy their accent. Like, it was That's fun. really funny. Yeah. You know. The best skaters in the world are from Brazil. From Brazil? Yeah, they just are in Japan. I mean, in America. But I would say like it's known that Brazilians and Japanese people are just really good at skating. I wouldn't have guessed I, Japan. I, Brazil, I, I, Brazil, I, I, I could see it because that. they all – everyone plays soccer. Yeah. Um, like you said before with the skaters play soccer, that makes sense. They're just very athletic people, I think. Mm. Yeah, yeah. It's always nice how they can just go. Mm-hmm. And they're just like yeah. – yeah, they just have – they're just really good for some reason at skateboarding. <laughs> like every time we see – someone it's like a joke it's like are they brazilian yeah all right that makes sense yeah uh now i don't know how this pops into my head have you ever done like downhill skateboarding oh i've bombed hills and stuff with my skateboard not with a longboard and it's very fun but terrifying because you get hurt right just feel like and there's also yeah. cars on the road so like usually i don't do it if there's cars because okay. i get really nervous about cars i'm not yeah. one of those i even like walk a lot of times instead of skating because i'd rather not be in the street have you but, ever been have you ever been doored like nina and oh my god doors. no i have not been doored but i have to like knock on some wood or something right now because it's, it's <laughs> definitely something that could, could happen it just it's like when you guys said it i was like oh yeah it's definitely like especially a real term skating like in a busy city yeah, exactly. Yeah, bicycles all the time. Yeah, it's bad. Yeah. Or you get doored in your own in your own car. Yeah. Take someone's. Oh my God. Yeah. I almost got doored here, and it was yeah. So I saw my life flash before my eyes. Going, <laughs> same situation, going down a hill fast, and then there, there it goes open, and I just luckily just missed it. But yeah, oh. whatever. There's a pretty. There's actually a pretty really. I mean, I don't know it in terms of if it's good, but it looks really cool. It's escape. Skate park here yeah. in Hamburg. There's a few skate parks actually. Oh, that's probably really nice. I wanna. I definitely wanna go to. I was gonna yeah. go this year, but then this happened, and we're not we're allowed. We're in uh, northern Germany. Yeah, come through. We'll show you around for the skate parks, the locals. <laughs> I would definitely wanna come once we like. They let Americans in every yeah. in these places where we're kind of locked out of everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Totally. And when you're going downhill like that, how do you stop on a skateboard? Power slide, like that move you asked before. Ah, okay. Um, so it's similar to snowboarding. Yeah, you have, that's how you just keep your speed like in okay. check. But some people just bomb it without power sliding, and they yeah. just go really fast. It's exactly the same as snowboarding. 
Yeah. Because, cool. like, when I was younger, I feel like the way to stop is, like, to stand on the back of the board. But at that speed, that's definitely not going to work. You can, yeah, you'll just fall. Even power sliding, you'll just get, like, in snowboarding, you get stuck sometimes. Or, yeah. or you just slide and you fall back and you fall on your right. back or right. something. And it's really – it's scary going that fast. Yeah, for sure. You, especially you just on, can't, like – Tense up. Street, that's why. Yeah, yeah, I just feel like it's commitment or goodbye. If you tense up, then it's over. Yeah. Yeah. Those videos from like California and stuff are so sick, though. Yeah. San Francisco. Yeah. yeah. They, they don't, it's so funny. The people over there, like, they just are so used to skating hills that they won't even like know how to do many tricks, but they know how to skate a hill better than someone who knows how to do a lot of tricks because that's just yeah. all they do. Totally makes sense. Yeah, I just feel like it's too. It's. I mean, it's the same world, but it's mm-hmm. just two totally different, yeah. like arenas. Yeah. 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 It's. I think it looks. It's probably the coolest kind of skateboarding, in my opinion. Mm. Because the it's the most dangerous. Too. Yeah, but it's also the where it started. That's what people yeah. started. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you ever surfed? Because that's like skating, surf, yeah, snowboarding. It's kind of like the same thing. It reminded me more of snowboarding. Yeah. Yeah. I liked it a lot. It was fun. It's very yeah. relaxing. You, you don't good. catch a wave. Yeah, it feels the balance is the same as skating, like jumping up and stuff. And uh-huh. like I was able to jump up easily because, like, it's like skating. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it's yeah. I wanna. I wanna. I never. I didn't use a shortboard though. I wanna. I wanna do a shortboard to be able to move around. Yeah. Just long. New York is not like the greatest surfing. The best surfing is in the winter, but I have no uh, interest in doing that. What's freezing, right? Yeah, I mean, they wear, like, the dry suits, so, like, it's super thick, and you don't get wet, but, like, your face, obviously... Ah, uh, I can't do that. ...will get really cold, but... Oh, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I'll wait for the summer, or just go yeah. somewhere. Go somewhere. Um, so, Rochelle, if you had one sentence, a little transition here, if you had one sentence to tell your younger self, what would you tell her? Um, I'll just say... Oh, man, just don't be so shy. <laughs> don't be so shy. Yeah, don't be so shy. I think a lot of part of what holds girls back or, or people back in general is being shy, which comes from just being self-conscious or something and mm-hmm. not caring is what you should do. Yeah. I think so, yeah. It's okay to be uncomfortable, but like... Yeah, totally. Okay. I love yeah. that. I love that. So cool. Yeah. All right, Rochelle. Well, um, it was a pleasure. It was a great conversation. I thought we covered quite um, a lot of different topics here. Um, how can our listeners reach you and uh, follow you? Well, they can just follow me on Instagram at Rochelle Wimberg and also at the Skate Kitchen. Okay, cool. And what about how can they watch the, the HBO show or Skate Kitchen? Um, you can you can watch Skate Kitchen, I think, on Amazon and Hulu, and uh, you can watch Betty on HBO. Awesome! Hell yeah, cool. yeah. Very highly recommend to anyone. It is. Yeah. It's a really cool it's show. Oh, yeah, I, I barely touched on that. <laughs> Speaking of it, yeah. So in the beginning, I mentioned that I I watched Skate Kitchen on my flight. Yeah. I always wanted to watch it, but I didn't know how to watch the movie. And sure enough, it was there on my <laughs> Delta. And when I saw it, I was so like, cool you're seeing I was like, I was like starring, you know, Rochelle Vimberg is the first name. And I was like waking up the guy next to me. Like, guy, <laughs> this is my cousin. This is my cousin. <laughs> <laughs> you look at her. Like, <laughs> 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 That's 
Going around Thank the you. Like, if you guys need the movie, you got to watch this one. It's my cousin. <laughs> I was very proud. Thank but, you. Um, yeah, so go out there and watch it. It's very cool. It's you and your friends, basically. It's just, yeah, like, just New York. New York. This, this, the, the shoot, like the shooting of it, is just so cool too. The yeah. skateboarding scenes and yeah, it's got some great messages. So we're looking forward to season two. I can't wait till you guys can start that production yeah. and uh, we'll definitely be following along on yeah. on your journey. We'll have to maybe Thank get you, you back so on when that comes out. Yeah, yeah, I'd love to. And um, we'll see you. We'll see you in Hamburg for for a skate session. You'll yeah. have to maybe teach us a few teach things. Teach us a few things. I'll yeah. definitely come out. Definitely once maybe. can. Maybe we'll start with some lingo for ourselves too. Yeah. We, we can teach me soccer. Well, it's poorly. Yeah, we'll have to learn the German skate lingo. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Probably probably sounds real harsh. Um, yeah, they probably have some fun words. Definitely, <laughs> I would imagine. I gotta find the skater now. We we will we will. Yeah. All right. So until next time, keep moving forward. Keep learning. You make your own path. Better to have a short word. life that is full of what you like doing than a long life spent in a miserable way. We'll be right back.